You know? It's your boy Keith, aka Rozelle Jr. Boom. <laughs> Sup, this is your man Keith, aka Bojuwantan Junior. You don't know when I listen to my man DJ show. You. <laughs> Murderer. This is your boy Keith, aka Lil Rozelle Junior. Perfect Talk Podcast in the building. Listen to my man Fader. G. Fader them. Fader. <laughs> my boy Fader. Good, it's your man DJ Playboy, and we are back with episode six of the Perfect Talk Podcast. Hey. I am in the building with my dog Keith. What's good? What it is? What it do? How you feeling? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. First lady of the podcast world is in the building Miss with us as well. Perfect, that is Miss Perfect, Perfect Touch. Making up, making up uh, sound effects on the fly, man. That's how we roll. But it is Father's Day. Shout out to all the fathers out yeah, there. Yeah, happy Father's uh, Day. Everybody taking care of what they supposed to be taking care of. Hey. Happy, happy Father's Day, Playboy. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I, was, I pulled out late, so here we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to all the fathers out there also that are taking care of kids that are not their own. You know what I mean? Shout out to y'all stepping up to the plate. And uh, it is appreciated. It does not go unnoticed. Uh, what else we got going on in these streets? Because last time we recorded, it was Mother's Day. Yeah. And that was Father's Day. It's been a while. You know? <laughs> yeah. A lot has happened since then. I, I celebrated a birthday. Hey. I'm 33 years old now. Yeah, when was the it? The big 3-3. Three, three. It was May 27th. Uh, shout out to everybody Word, out there. Happy B Day. All the Geminis. Niche uh, celebrated yeah, a birthday also since then. Happy birthday, Miss Perfect hey. Touch. Shout out to you. Uh, I didn't know you was a Gemini. You, are you one too? Yeah. Okay, on. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's the connection. Let's right go, there. man. Jamiroquai. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Taurus, right, Keith? Yeah, I'm a Taurus. Uh, y'all believe in that type of stuff? Uh, I, I believe... Uh, can we address how judgy that question was? Yeah. Y'all believe in that shit? Y'all niggas is crazy. I believe it to an extent. Y'all better I, get right with y'all God, because Gemini Taurus stuff is just bullshit. That's the devil talk. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I believe it to an extent, but um, so why was your birthday, Nish? Uh, yeah. Wait, you you really asking me? Remember last time he cut my shit off? Yeah. So I'm trying, I'm like, I'm, I'm that, was, that was a special theme for that episode. You <laughs> went to rehab since then, man. I've been practicing it. You know what I mean? Doing my little podcast hosting thing in the crib. So let's, let's, uh, no, I'm no, asking no. you answer. Go ahead. I, uh, no, honestly, uh, my birthday was was pretty lit. I was telling Keith when um, we were in here just connecting. I'm like, yo, I'm still on the high from the birthday. Like this, around this time of the year, I like to just like be able to reflect and chill out and um. I've been rocking since. Nice, nice. You, you party? <laughs> I know you be working. All you just grind or did you yeah, party? Yeah, actually, I went out a nice couple, it. couple times. Sweet, you know? sweet. You got to make it a celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about yourself? I was uh, yeah, be day. I uh, I keep it pretty low key on my birthday, so I be low. Uh, I went to a barbecue. 
And I had some buddies from work actually come over that night, and we just drank some beers, watched. Uh, just kept it low. Yeah, ESPN. I'm, I'm, I'm done with that out life. You know, what I mean, unless I'm getting paid to be out, I really yeah. don't want to be out there. That's what um Keith was talking about earlier. He was like, "Yo, birthday just like keeping it low key." Yeah, keep it low key, man. I, I had sushi and I did karate on my birthday. That's all. That's all I could ask for. <laughs> Yo, Keith is one of the coolest guys I know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever like went out for your birthday or somebody else's birthday and it felt more like a chore? Then it really wasn't enjoyable. That's experience. what we were talking yeah. about. Like, yeah, yo. yeah. I, I hate that. That's like it takes a like yo enjoy your birthday. If you like chilling while playing home, uh, playing video games at home, then you know lay low, do that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's always a route to go. You know. Uh, let me see. I've I've heard some new music uh, since our last episode. I know the Two Chains album came out. Pretty girls like trap music. I have not had a chance to check that out, but go check that out on iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is you yeah. listen to Apple Music. I, I saw the um. I actually saw a teaser of the video, and then they had also up, um, he kind of created like a trap house. It was all pink. Okay. <laughs> and everything. Did you guys see that? So he had like uh, a whole, like, a, I don't know if they were shooting a video or they were just doing the, um, the listening party for it, but okay. it looked really, really dope. He's got a lot of merchandising yeah. uh, going on for that project. Oh, too. yeah. All, all that money from the, um, the Santa. The dab and Yo, Santa. He learned from that. Caked yeah. off of that. He so. made a lot of money from those sweaters. Smart I man. Yeah. Two Chains is a <laughs> smart guy, man. So yeah, I um, like Two Chains, man. He um he had like a little mini series on, um he's doing it for Condé Nast. Mm-hmm. What's that? That's a magazine. Condé right? Nast is the yeah it's the media. It's not a magazine, but it's like the media thing that's like the umbrella over a bunch of magazines. Okay. Um, what is it called? Like Rich uh, something? Or? Yeah, so, something like that where he just goes around like reviewing and mm-hmm. experiencing like really expensive stuff. There's like a $40,000 fork. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were talking about that. Remember he had the burger the and it burger, had like the gold, like real gold chips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the cheese had to get flown in like yeah, yeah. on you its own private jet. D- download uh, an app on the Roku called The Scene. They just have a bunch of Condé Nast productions and some other stuff too, but a lot of Condé Nast stuff. They have like BuzzFeed and all these different type of stuff. It's pretty interesting. It's like the the videos that you will see on Facebook, like, you know, those little videos that, you know, your friends will post or whatever. Okay. But Hair just seems more grown up, you know. You're 33, you can't be on just scrolling your face with looking for information all day. Me- memes and uh, gifs and all that. Out yeah. There. So this one is like a grown up way of seeing in, um, uh, seeing video, internet video. So just check it out. And Two Chains is, is awesome on it. What I'll say about Two Chains is he's a really entertaining dude. Like he needs to have his own platform and things like that because you can just tell from his lyrics um, that he's he's very smart. You know, what I mean, he's he's fun- he's a funny guy. He's in that. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to check it out on YouTube. It's called The Shop with LeBron James and Draymond Green. He's uh, It's actually just it's a bunch of them. Steve Stout's there. LeBron's homeboys, Maverick Carter and uh, Rich Paul. Mm. Or they're all there, and they're just discussing business, uh, the NBA, the music business, uh, life in general. They discuss Chance um, and what he did for the music industry and different things like that. But it's it's really – I think Jesse Williams shows up at a point. Um, That's dope. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a really smart concept. I don't know if they're going to do more with it, but uh, it's a good way to hear uh, just people's thoughts. And 2 Chains is there talking about the music industry and why he signed a bullshit deal for his first deal because he just wanted a deal, you know what I mean, yeah. to separate himself and from And that, that happens. That yeah. happens with a lot of, um, especially, well, the thing about him was he was an artist that was around for quite some time. Exactly, yeah. So was that, he signed um, what, the bullshit deal the first time around or was he, it the well, second time? The play, when they did the player circle deal, okay, he okay, said they signed for uh, 50 I think it was a, it was like a fifty thousand dollar deal or something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> but, he, but he was saying that him and um, Dollar was like, "Yo, just um, just get this deal so we get our foot in the door." Yeah, and that's how that's how it should go. Yeah, and he didn't want to, but he's like, "Yo," because Dollar was locked up when he was working with Ludacris, so he was like, "I really don't want to um, split this 50-50 with you because I felt like I've been doing you know I leave a lot of the groundwork." And uh, 
I think what was happening with 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 Two Chains more is like he he knew his hustle, he knew it was smart, so he was like, yo, let me get my foot in the door, and then it's just like make it from there. Yeah, I think uh, one thing that's also dope is uh, there's a lot of rappers who have made like a dope transition to actually um, make a dope platform for those. Who can actually hold the conversation? You know what I mean. That mm-hmm. are a part of that industry because Two Chains is smart as shit. Hell yeah! Like he's smart as shit. Even how you mentioned Chance. Um, they were also talking about uh, a Chameleonaire. Did you guys see that picture <laughs> with him? I, I mean, mean uh, yeah. Nah, that's what's up. No. I'm they said he went into the tech world. Yeah, he's a um a venture capitalist if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. he, he invests in a lot of startups and things like that. They uh they were trying to burn him up. There was a a picture with him at uh Game Five. Did you guys and see good, that? He had good seats and everything. Yeah. You see, of course, a lot of people trying to flame you. First Yo, but that's, that's what the they were internet. saying. Yeah, like, I won't lie. I tried to flame him. I was like, Chameleon? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even have no mustache on him. I was like, what's Chameleon up to? But it makes sense. They they in Golden State. And if he were, he's working in Palo Alto, then... Yeah, he's yeah. in Silicon Valley out there. Yeah, yeah. so he's with all the yeah. uh, people making apps and things like that. He's smart. That's a smart way to go. And I think they try to play him out in Houston because he's not around the scene anymore. But he's, he's seen bigger though? and better you know, things. Like, he, he continues to uh, shine and grind, you know? What um, in, that, in that same video I was watching on YouTube uh, called The Shop uh, with Draymond and LeBron, Steve Stout says, like, only 10 rappers, in, 10 rappers really know the industry. The rest mm. of them, they're just kind of going along with it. You know what I mean? And it's just like they don't even take the time to educate themselves on how yeah, to protect with, themselves. You and know with I mean? branding and, and, and just everything. And that's why, I, I you know, you got to love dudes like Jay-Z who have made like a tremendous, you know what I mean, uh, uh, moves and, and that have created this this whole different lane for uh, rappers to actually be recognized as more than just rappers. Like, that Rock Nation is a beast. And yeah, yeah, got, yeah. The sports. Did you, I don't know if y'all seen Wale's Breakfast Club interview. But um, it's funny because a lot of stuff we talking about, like they mentioned how he was one of the first people on Rock Nation, but it wasn't really popping when he was on it. And then once he got off, it kind of blew up. Yeah. And he was kind of like, he didn't want to just straight up say it, but he's like, he should have stayed. Not not even that. He's like, yo, I introduced y'all to Kevin Durant. <laughs> like yeah. we y'all talking about, I put y'all in the room with him. I gave y'all his phone number. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he from Maryland or whatever. Um, and he's like, he'd seen it more. He was treating it like homeboy. Stuff when he should have been, I guess, trying to get a percentage of it. Uh, making it like business wise. Yeah, and he okay. was thinking about it more like family, like, yo, I'm gonna look out for them and they gonna look out for me. And, it, and it, I guess it, it kind of um, came back to burn him. They, they say it also with, he's, he kind of alluded to that with MMG. He's like, on the Gifted album, they're just starting to do splits in terms of, you know what I mean? Like, I guess how they're, they're paying out people for their uh, publishing and, and different credits that they got. Um, and I'm like, damn, how was that three albums ago, two albums ago? You know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't really want to see, point the finger and say someone's. Business is a little funny over here, but he kind of like was alluding to it. Honestly, uh, you know, and uh, no, no shade or diss. I guess everyone always says that before they say some shit. Oh, you know, you about to diss him. No, yeah, <laughs> 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 but nah, Wale always seems just to, you know, what I mean, sometimes some of his shit comes off kind of bitter. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. But I guess it's always good to definitely um acknowledge yourself for the shit you've done, like for other people. But at the same time, too, I guess it is helpful just to um you know let other people know as well too. Like yo, don't go down this road or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you do keep it business because that is important, especially in this type of industry. You know, he, he was asked a question, and that happens a lot with quotes that people make. They forget ah, that someone asked the question, gotcha. and he was just answering it. So he wasn't really trying to flame anybody, but. Like you said, it comes across kind of bitter sometimes, but it, 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 to the to the point of what he was saying is just like he's smarter now. You yeah, know what I mean? he, he, he's doing his business a little bit better. He's dope. Um, I know he has uh, his own the clothing line, the hat line that he did. Uh, is um, that okay. Yeah, pretty dope. And he actually linked up with um, uh, Mel, and that's uh, M Dollars, Rihanna's homegirl. 
that she's always rolling with, okay. Tall John. Yeah, they had collabed on a um a few uh, projects and stuff like that. Blue he, Moon. He made that song Nike Boots, and you know how rappers have sneaker deals now. Yeah, and they was like, "Yo, you ever do anything with Nike?" He was like, "Nah." And I was like, "Damn, yeah. Wallace, Yo, it's but a Wale, ass interview, bro." Now, do you remember when Nike Boots came out? We was in college, booming oh, that joint over the uh, the mm. college radio joint. Yeah, I love Nike. And boots. even the the um the cover art was dope. It had the shoelace that yeah. spelled out Nike. Yep. Or Yo. Wale or whatever. But he still uses that. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to say, Wale has that, yeah, the shoelace joint for the, the W. Yeah. He wears mad phones. I mean, I guess, you know, he has like a, he gets Nikes for the, for the low or for free, but he doesn't, he never did anything of his own, you know what I mean? Like rappers are doing nowadays. How you be like, well, shit, Wale, we've been uh, supporting you as you, have you, you know, maneuvered around through this industry. We just want to say we was some of the first motherfuckers fucking with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Word. Word. Niggas love white way. shoes so much they get buried in them. <laughs> <laughs> Word though, but um, what's up though? I'm trying to see what else. Uh, what other new music did I hear? I heard uh, it's not new. It's been out for a while, but uh, Joey Badass's album. I finally had a chance to listen to it. Yeah, what you think uh, about it this week? It wasn't bad at all. It was uh very very conscious, very uh woke, uh very entertaining. Um, can can you be? Can it be woke and entertaining at the same time? It's hard because sometimes that woke, <laughs> that woke shit can get depressing. You know yeah. what I mean? But uh, it, no, it, you got to take it for what it is. Um, I like something that's going to tell a bigger story. You can only sit but so much lean and fuck so many people's baby moms. Yeah. Future? It, future. <laughs> <laughs> it gets a little old sometimes. Message. Uh, Schoolboy Q's on the album. Styles P. Just, I like him. Schoolboy Q? Or, yeah, yeah, I like Schoolboy Q's style. I like him a lot. Yeah. He's and what's the name of the album? Uh, name of the album is called um, America. All American Badass. American is spelled with three Ks. I was about to say that, yeah. And badass. It sounds like you were about to attempt to pronounce it with the three Ks. So now <laughs> I like to hear that. <laughs> Just real. Now, um, Styles P is on it, which I I actually like. Uh, I know we, we could talk about music heavy this episode, but I like that Styles P is still making music. You know what I mean? The Lock's still making music. Oh yeah. And, Styles P seems to be the one, other than Jada Kiss, everybody calls Jada for a feature, but Styles P has like branched out to a lot of the younger artists. And yeah. Definitely, you know what I mean? Rolling with that. Um, let's see, what else we got going on? Your man Jay Z had uh, been inducted into the Hall of Fame. The song, the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I seen Obama congratulating him. <laughs> it was funny because the people he got in there with. Like Jimmy Jam and uh, Terry Lewis, uh, who else? Somebody, uh, somebody. Oh, Barry Gordy. I'm like, how Jay Z make? Because <laughs> Jay Z was like the first time in inductee or something like that. I guess he was the first ballot inductee. Yeah. Well, when you think about his writing though, he even wrote the book. The um, what's the name of the the book that he uh? Oh, uh, you're right. It's, but he had a book of his lyrics, breaking down his lyrics and all, all of that stuff. Yeah. No, that was Jay Z is a crazy songwriter. It's just the same people that I think would enjoy, you know, like Jada Jackson songs and, uh, you know, old Barry Gordy songs. I didn't necessarily see them enjoying Jay-Z's music, but he's. They, I'm glad that they did recognize him for for being a dope songwriter. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. Uh, and, he's positioned, and he's positioned himself like that because some of, some of a lot of those awards, especially in entertainment, is about campaigning. Award, just huge awards in general, but... Especially entertain into entertainment. So when you look at the Oscars and all that stuff, there's a little bit of campaigning involved in it. So I mean, I'm sure he wasn't going hard out of his way to do it, but he's positioned himself and he's branded himself as just a dope writer, and people agree. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Years. And that book was decoded that you were referring decoded, to. Decoded, yes. Yeah, yeah decoded was pretty hard. Amazing coffee table book. It is. Somebody gave me that as a present, and I still like to this day go back. Remember, remember how he did that with just uh, like little messages being all throughout the city and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was just yeah. like a dope hunt within itself. That yeah. was the marketing campaign for it. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like everywhere. It was on like sh- sidewalks and um, yeah, billboards rented out. Have you been seeing now lately too? Um, because they say he's in the studio again. Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what is Jay Z gonna rap about? Like? Yeah, but that's what's so dope <laughs> about it. I mean, like yo, you know. I can't doubt him, you know what I mean? It's like doubting yeah. Floyd Mayweather. It's like, you know what I mean? And what has he done to make me doubt him? But it's just like, I would be very happy because one of the things that used to depress me all the time was when people would say, uh, you're 35 rapping. I'm like, you know what I mean? Fucking Rolling Stones, like 65 making yeah, music. Yeah. Like, you can't make rap music yeah. after 35 no But more. that's what they were talking about too before about just like with, um, how with the, the rap or hip hop culture, you know, our genre, we act like we can't, you know what I mean? We're so restricted with everything, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's super cool. Like, everybody, that's why a lot of these artists that you see blowing up are the ones who are authentic to themselves. And I think in society in general, you got this culture of people that like wrestling fans, video game fans, things that you used to do in the basement that be yeah. ashamed of. People are out in the open with it now. To the sub, that's not even a subculture no more. They're actually exactly. like Young Thug. Like Young Thug uh, dress is very effeminate mm-hmm. and he totally embraces that. Yeah, yeah. And, and no one, I mean, people call him names when they want to diss him, but a lot, how many people call him for features too? Yeah, right, his, right. his last album was pretty dope though, too, by the way. When, when I, I, um, this was a while ago, but he recently just dropped another album. Yeah, well, I think Drake was supposed yeah, to be exactly him and, producing that and he's singing on it. Yep. I like, I don't know, for some reason, I, I could take Young on, Cash Money, right? Doug, yeah, I believe Something he's still like that, there. Some yeah. type of deal. He, he signed to a he signed a lot of deals. I heard. Yeah, he. he, he was, like, coming out, so. <laughs> I ain't gonna front. He got niggas. Yeah. <laughs> the the album called away. "Beautiful Thugger Thugger Girls." Uh, and it'll be his last one, I think. Yeah, and then I know in 2016 he has uh, the album called Jeffrey on the cover yeah. where he's dressed like Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that, yo, remember every, <laughs> that meme went crazy. Yeah, that meme went crazy. And real quick too, just so uh, you know, just. Double checked on it. Yep, Hove comes out June thirtieth. That's what? when he's dropping. So they've been like the four four four. It's been four forty four. That's been everywhere in the city. Kind of like how decoded was with okay. like little quotes and stuff. So, yep. And there was one picture with him in the studio. So what's the four 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 represent? Well, you know the four has always been his thing with yeah. uh, like birthdays, him and Beyonce. So I, I'm anxious to see what's up too. Okay, that's what's up. And um, I don't know if you've seen. Obama gave him a little shout out along with the other winners, or oh, sorry, inductees into the uh, Songwriter Hall of Fame. And the internet went a buzz because it sounded like Obama kind of revealed the sex of his uh, his twins yeah. that are coming. Um, he said something to the line like, you know, Jay Z loves his daughters, uh, but n- now he has me beat with these upcoming twins on yeah, the way. Yeah, uh huh. I'm like, oh, okay, Barry. Just <laughs> dropping hints on him. <laughs> if he is dropping a hint, that's a very, 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 very subtle hint. You know what I'm saying? It is, but it all, it doesn't really make sense any other way. For, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if he's having two boys, because he brought up the daughter aspect right. of it. So, but no, he could have just it could just be a slip of the words. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. He probably wouldn't even think it, or. He might not have even know he was announcing something. You know what I'm saying? He might have thought this was common knowledge. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, also, I thought, I thought they had the babies already. To be honest, I didn't. Know. They, just, uh, they just did. They just did. But, yeah. not, but it was after Obama made between when Obama recorded that video or released that video and today, probably like a night or two ago, they actually had the baby. But like, yeah. I, I mean, I thought it happened like a month ago because I seen something oh, on like a magazine no. that she was rushing out. So I didn't even. Yeah. So so since Obama put that out, they have. So it's two. Given so birth. What do they have? No, twins. Two girls. Uh, I don't know. Thanks. No, no. Twins. <laughs> <laughs> two babies. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> they, no, they haven't revealed uh, the actual sex of the baby. Nah, okay. but that, that's going back to what we were saying before. You know, Hov ain't gonna. We ain't gonna see pictures probably for a few. They'll be like five years yeah, old. Yeah, we're like, damn, because <laughs> Blue Ivy about the. I think Blue Ivy just went to her prom. <laughs> like she's 
She's old as they shit. They grow up. I, you know, and shout out to the Golden State Warriors because they just won. You know, I'm a Golden State Warriors fan. Oh. Uh, sorry if anybody out there that's moving for the Cavs. But I, was I, say, I like Bron. Uh, hey, shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> but, Fuck you, Nish. <laughs> <laughs> Look nah, at like my Bron hat. Where are yours? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I was seeing Steph Curry with his kids. Like you say, they grow up so fast because he had the youngest one in his arms. And I thought that was Riley. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yep. yo, they just. <laughs> so I'm like, Riley's looking mad old right now. But. Um. Yeah. Real quick too, just with the uh the new music, SZA. I haven't had a chance to listen to it full out, but her project. What type of music? It's a it's a girl. What type of music yeah. does she make? Um, she's R and B. Yeah, she's dope. She's like R and B. Uh, she's soul. on the Rihanna album, right? Yeah, she did uh the writing for one of the cuts. Um, I forgot the name of the joint, but the one that she featured on. So she'd be on Urban Radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, and she's part of the TDE. Is she? Yeah, she's okay. TD. That's, uh, that's where I've heard her music. Mm-hmm. Then. Okay. So uh, she's definitely been with, um, definitely been featured on some of the guys' projects and whatnot. But um, you know, she done she done cut some weight. Got back out here. Oh, oh is that yeah. what she did? Oh, she, yeah, she, she cut some weight. Low, and cut she's some weight. uh, yo, they say she's killing it right now. I'm looking at her picture right now. She's not looking too bad from from the side angle. Yeah, SZA is out here. Yeah, you, you know, she reminds me of there was that. Summer when Janae Aiko is on everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what happened with SZA. And I was telling y'all mm-hmm. earlier that I just kept seeing SZA on Mad songs, and I thought it was like a lost Wu Tang member. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, I was like SZA, like, who's SZA? She's on every song, and honestly, I didn't know which artist was SZA when I was listening to a song. I'm like, is it the singer or is it the rapper? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like maybe they just quoted this one wrong. She's not really on this song, but like I didn't know who it was. I did think it was a rapper at first though, because the name kind of looks like Rizza and Jizza. Yeah. So like, you got you kind of just think that, but that's yeah, cool. I didn't. She, even, I wouldn't have even pronounced it as Scissor. Yeah, she's a. Uh, yeah, I'm I had somebody else say about your pronunciation. <laughs> I thought it was S Z A. I thought it was like actually. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's she, always capital, right? If I'm not mistaken. Or is it, yeah, it's all capital. Yeah, it's yeah. all caps. Yeah, she's working with everyone. I mean, Nicki, Beyonce, Hit Boy. I mean, she's. She's up there. She's definitely a gem. I, I believe she'll be around for a while too. Yeah. And um, just the way she's actually coming coming at the whole game with uh, even just like her her writing style. And I was listening to an interview that she had on Breakfast Club, and she was just like, "Yo, I still haven't like I want to actually start writing now for other people because she kind of like she's like she's she feels like she's finding her style now. Mm. So I'm like, damn, she ain't even really have you know what I mean no real direction on on the joint she wrote before. So I'm like, yo, she's gonna be a beast. What do, you, what do you think of Dage Loaf? Uh, yo, she just, I was just listening to a, um, a project, not a project, a record, um, that was sent my way, and I'm like, I, I can't, I feel as though she's, she's done her best to, um, or they've done their best to transition her into a more commercial, commercially accepted artist, and I'm not really, I don't know, it's not, not really impressed. my thing yet, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I like the first song, but now, like, now I'm hearing stuff. Cause she has that fuck a fuck a uh, friend zone uh-huh. uh, tape with Jaquez, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and it sounds like it's more R and B from it. And what I heard from Try Me, it wasn't. You was ready for a little thug. I thought it was saying? like a young MA type. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. That's what I thought she was. So I didn't. I she didn't was. Really... Thug, that's what I'm saying. She was thugged out. Not for nothing. And that second she... single with Big Sean was was kind of hard um, to uh, back up off me. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't. Now I'm hearing stuff from her, and I didn't. I didn't really know. So I, I thought you might have yeah. some <laughs> have some information. About and, and, no, and that, that's the thing. Like, yo, she's. At first, I was like, okay, cool. She got her own kind of style, but now it's to me, it's been a little watered down, and not not for nothing. That's that was like post Nikki uh, tour. 
Mm-hmm. Remember, she went on tour with Nicki and shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yo, you know what? It's kind of like seeing the same thing. Because remember when Nicki first came out, come up all hard. Mm-hmm. Next, next thing uh, you know, she's all glittered up. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yo, I mean, I don't, I don't knock it. I just gotta find something in you that I actually like again. You know. I brought up Young and May. I heard she has a project out too that I have not had a chance to check out, but I've heard I've heard people say actually a couple. Of oh good yeah, things her about. story. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I heard. Um, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> her, her, heard. Uh, but yeah, nah. Um, they're saying that that's pretty dope too. I mean, I. I want to say I hope that she's around for a while. I hate when females first come out and they're like, oh, she ain't going to be around for too much longer, da 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 I'm like, yo. She be all loving hip-hop God damn. two seasons. And, <laughs> and I got to represent for Brooklyn, too. Yeah, word, Al. You know yeah. what I mean? I got to check that project. I like the single. But, yeah. Um, um, yeah, she had that single. And then um, I think uh, they were trying to lead out with Hot Sauce next. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in seeing where her, her career heads to. New York is bubbling right now, just as far yes. as like new yeah. new music and artists and whatnot. Even um they had Cardi B Cardi as B. Uh, one of the newest uh, artists on uh, BET. They had that Double uh, XL uh, freshman, uh, what is it, the freshman class magazine that people were trying to diss. But I feel like that happens every year. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, Make a list. They was dissing Wiz Khalifa, Big Sean, all them dudes. So. Yeah, yeah, I think a, it's a lot of, I mean, and who does the dissing most of the time? It's old, old people over the age of 28. Yeah. So. Uh, you know what's real, though? That list used to mean something to me. When I was younger, I used to be so excited to see who's going to be on the cover and shit. And now I'm just like... Does that magazine still mean something to you, though? Like, No, nah, not really. Yeah. I, I used to love, you know, ripping shit out of a magazine mm-hmm. to hold on to and put up on my damn wall. Yeah. Now I'm like, yo, ain't shit going up it's on this It's hard wall. for print. Yo, someone told me they got me a magazine subscription for, like, my birthday. And I was like, all right. <laughs> 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 like, I, like, like, this year? <laughs> 2017. <laughs> wow. Shout out to that. You gotta say names now, man. <laughs> Spec. <laughs> Somebody got you a like, You know, because I'm a, I'm, I'm a, uh, a hoarder. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, like bounce back from my life and get out of this hoarding life that I've been living. And it's like, yo, you can be mad. Can you go. spell that for the people? H-O-A-R-D-I-N-G? Yeah, yeah, nah, because sometimes, you know, nah, in a way, it count. sound like you said hoarding. I'm, <laughs> so I'm trying to pick up my life nowadays. <laughs> it's going to be cut and pay, but, you know, I just got to... Tired of dropping dick, you know? Like, got to make my, my soul right with my God. I got a so. daughter now. It's Father's Day. Can't Shit, got strip no more. Can't <laughs> Oh man, it is Father's Day, man, and I got I got a qu- uh, interesting question for y'all, man. We got this Philando Castile verdict come out this week. Uh, pure fuckery in these streets. Um, I don't know if you know the video that we're referring. Uh, I can't even refer to it yet, but there's a video on Facebook Live. It's uh probably on YouTube now, and it shows the aftermath of a police shooting a gentleman named Philando Castile. Um, he eventually died from his wounds. There's a little girl in the back seat, and the girlfriend's the one actually doing the taping. Um, and she's just narrating what just happened, says the officer shot at her boyfriend. Uh, officer's kind of going frantic, uh, reacting outside the car. And it, it, it's a it's a pretty jarring scene if you uh, have the chance to yeah. see it. Yeah, he had a gun. He told the officer that he, you know what I'm saying, he had the permission to uh, actually carry the weapon. And um, everything was all cool, and... He reached for something. He said he was reaching for his ID. Yeah, and the cop and just th- bugged out. Not not one time, not one shot. It was like about seven, I believe. Close range, right? Yeah. And it brings up an interesting issue, that whole Second Amendment thing, and it takes you back to when that amendment was, amendment was actually written. It wasn't meant for a black person. So when you think about 2017, mm-hmm. it feels like it's still not meant for a black person because um, Philando Castile exercised his Second Amendment right by carrying a weapon. That he's licensed for, mm-hmm. and um, he he paid the ultimate price 
So that is a real sad thing. What I what I think happens now is like, what uh, do we teach our children though? Because I'm I'm not gonna lie, we could sit here and have 500 podcasts about Black Lives Matter, police brutality, till the cows come home. But what are we gonna teach our sons to have them survive this type of situation to not fall victim to this situation? Because I have a daughter, and and I feel like I have to teach her the same thing. It's not like you know gender is gonna make a difference. Um, what do we teach our sons to survive interactions with the police? You've been pulled over by the we. We didn't get pulled over by the cops, but we were in a car accident where the cops eventually showed up, and that could have went the wrong way. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, we were out of town yeah. gigging. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in Syracuse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you were the one who called the cops, and they came like. <laughs> it was like you have to remind them. It's actually he's the perpetrator. I'm the one who called. He said, "You sure?" Homeboy was slick though. He pulled up in front of us. He was a drunk driver, um, and he it was a wild. <laughs> he tried to fight Keith. <laughs> Word, yeah. You know what? It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> That was a wild night. It happened on video. That was before yeah, camera phones was popping. I had this big ass camcorder. We were lit though. I thought I was the shit. The shit was like three pounds. I was like, yo, I got this new small camcorder for something. Eight megapixels. I'm crushing the game right now. Uh, but long story short, the cops came um, and they pulled up on us because he pulled his car in front of us. Um, and he asked, what's going on? And before I could even answer the question, the, the intoxicated gentleman came out of his car and fell. So the cop, you know, put two and two together and realized we weren't the ones at fault here. Yo, but imagine if homie didn't fall. What? Right, the cop should have been looking at me like, listen, we know you did it. <laughs> and then homie's girlfriend came out and fell. Come on, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, buddy. <laughs> you know, we know who's a perfect. <laughs> it was a black cop, right? The first cop that showed up, wasn't he black? I'm trying to remember. I want to say one of them was and the other one was white. But then I feel like, because they, they wouldn't let us leave afterwards. We had to stay there for the whole sobriety test and all that nonsense. And I feel like they like the black cop bounced and it was just a bunch of white cops. But That was, whole situation could have went far left. It could have. And the question I was posing is, what do we teach our sons to, you know, I, I was taught, yes, sir, you know, no, sir. You know what I mean? Like, yes, sir. <laughs> you ain't a pussy. <laughs> yeah, if you yes, a boss. Talk, talk to them respect. Because at the end of the day, they got the power, fam. They can just shoot you and, and get away with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so you got to have that mentality. Um, you also got to go into it with this type of thought process, too. They don't know you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So whether you're, <clears throat> you're, you're, you could be foreign to them. You don't know what their experiences with oh, black yeah, people most are. Most definitely. Um, and you have to, like, understand that they are viewing you as a threat. Especially in those towns, those type of towns where they don't see many of us at all, mm-hmm. you know. So that that's definitely another thing to take into consideration. Um, and and, and it's hard to think like that because you know you're not a threat. You know what I'm saying? You know, you go to work every day. You don't do nothing that you you feel like cops should be nervous about. But you have to view yourself in those terms to survive the situation, and I think that's just. We have to have those conversations. As sad as it is, yeah. as much as we wish it wasn't the case, you really got to have those conversations with your kids and let them know. It, yeah, it's a scary thing. I, I'll probably say, too, <clears throat> um, being a, a a black woman and actually really seeing it for the first time when I was with um, I was with Kiss when we were in college and we were leaving the McDonald's about to go to a party. Okay. So I was driving, went through the drive-thru. You know, we were joking through the drive-thru. He got a whole bunch of nuggets. We make the left going downtown. This dude throws out, like, the biggest trash bag of, like, McDonald's <laughs> food. Like, yo, like, yo, yo, we just, like, we just went down. Like, we just made the left onto Central. I'm looking at this dude like, dogs, are you for real? It's like when he threw it out, like, the weight of the whip went up and everything. Like, yo, 
He just, yo, he just threw it out. Next day, you know, all I heard was whoop whoop. I'm like, oh, <laughs> dogs. We get pulled over. Yo, Kiss is like, yo, oh my God. He starts tripping in the wind. Like, you know what I mean? And just so you guys do know, like, um, the homie, you know, my Bayesian partner, like, he's wild cool. And he's like, yo, he's just like, he's got his hands out, he's shaking. I'm like, yo, what's wrong with him? It's just nuggets. Like, he just threw a bag out. Like, it's not that shit. Like, yo, we good. Yeah, I'm like, yo, we good. But, it, like, that really opened up my eyes. Cause I'm like, yo, he's looking and he's look. I'm in the driver's seat. And I'm like, yo, like, you gonna pay for the fine. We good. Let's keep it moving. I didn't really take into, like, you know, consideration the fact that he's black, I'm black. We're we're in Albany, you know what I'm saying? Like not for nothing. I mean they are kind of friendly, but they're not really friendly. You know Y'all what I'm not saying? From there. Yeah, we're not from there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yo, okay, cool. Like we're guests here. So he just littered. So the cop comes up, he goes, Um, where are you guys coming from? I looked at him like, is he fucking like we he just saw us make the left out of McDonald's and there's a big ass trash uh like I mean, yo, it was like two, not the small little bags they give you if you get like apple dippers. Yo, (laughs) it was the big joint. Like, yo, so he knew where we were coming out of. And um, he was just like, uh, um, no, he was like, um, Kiss was like with his hands up and shit like that. He's like, good evening, sir. Yo, in the passenger seat. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, damn, I'm looking at him. I'm just sitting there like this. Like, I don't know, like, you know, proper shit. And I'm like, yo, now I'm starting to get a little worried. Because I'm like, yo, Kiss is like. He looking, knows yeah, he, he knows something. Yeah, that you don't know. so I'm like, okay, so now I'm I'm looking around, and he's just like, oh, he's like, um, where are you guys heading to? And I'm like, oh, we're um going to work. He's like, where are you guys work? I was like, well, we DJ. He goes, okay, well, um, you know, you know why I pulled you over? So um, Kiss is like, no sir, no sir, I do not know why you pulled me over, sir. He was like, um, and the guy was like, do you have your license? Yes, sir. May I reach for it, sir? Like, yo, he's being, you, you know, be I mean? like yo, that. and I, I like, I'm telling you, like, even as we have this conversation, like, I, I think about, it, I'm like, yo, like. He had to, like, he's been in some shit where he, like you said, he had to be like that. Mm-hmm. Or, like, yo, he's heard stories where, or he's been taught that, yo, make sure your hands are out. Make sure da-da-da-da. Like, For and real. this was years ago. Yeah. And the um, officer, you know, it was funny, too, because the officer was just like, uh, you coming from McDonald's? He was like, so uh, Kiss was like, yes, sir. He was like, what kind of sauce did you get? You know what I mean? <laughs> he lightened it up. And I just saw Kiss, like, he still, he put his, he didn't put his hands all the way down. He just put them down a little bit, like, oh. Like, now get them shits back up. Yeah, he was like. <laughs> <laughs> He's on serious. You got a sausage you get, nigga. <laughs> yeah, yo, but, it, you know, the officer was cool and shit, but I'm just like, yo, like, and I didn't really think much of it. We just kept it moving. But, like, now that we sit here and have this conversation, I'm like, yo, y'all, like, you know, it's, it's a fearful thing. Like, I can only imagine how y'all feel. And like, I've been pulled over before, like driving late night and being somewhere I should, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just not necessarily that I shouldn't have, but it was like, yo, I was somewhere I was coming from, um, Albany doing, um, up there for some music, trying to rush back home and stuff like that. I wasn't speeding, but you know, we've all been pulled over for some dumb shit and the way they execute their power. But I can only imagine how it is being a black male. Yeah. yeah. You know, like on some G shit, I can only imagine. And I, I think about that situation. That shit is crazy. Yeah, I mean, when you think about Kiss's uh, reaction to it, it's kind of like a, a being institutionalized in a way. Yeah. As far as, you know, there's that brainwashing of knowing that to some degree that, I'm going to use, use this term that uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates used a lot in his last book. Ooh. ta Coates, he's an author. He writes for The Atlantic. He wrote a book called um, Between the World and Me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's a really popular book, and I would suggest to read it. It's a pretty short read. It's a, it's a long book. Group not a text. long book. It's like a long <laughs> letter to his son 
saying oh, okay. like this is how as a black man or growing up to be a black man how what the world is like or how i see the world so he talks a lot about you know the, ins- the you know institutions <clears throat> command of the black person's body and you know he goes through these different historical contexts and stuff like that um yeah shout out to the way i just uh, spelled his name i just butchered that shit well, <laughs> i tried to see t-a-n i know the t-a-n if you yeah, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look it up. Coates, C-O-A-T-E-S. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm definitely T- gonna look T-A it up. T A dash N E H I S I. Yeah. Coats with an E. But yeah, so. Um, what was the term that you said he used a lot in his book? He talks about the black body, like people's uh, disregard of the black body. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think about slavery, you think about police brutality. Okay. And just. A, a certain command of the black body and or a disregard and abuse and neglect of the black body and the black yeah, existence. That's, that's heavy. <clears throat> Nish touched on something. My fault. Did I cut you off? No, no, no. Uh, uh, Nish touched on something that made me even think. Um, what she said was you learned something from the kids situation. Yeah. Um, so, like, you got to imagine there's a percentage of black men growing up around this country without fathers. Mm-hmm. Um, if a black woman might not necessarily understand the severity of that situation, she can't teach it to her sons. And if your father's not around to teach you, your only influence experience is going to be negative. If you're learning yeah, from yeah. the people around you and they're giving you nothing but negative um, stories of their experiences with the, with the yeah. police, you're only going to take from that that it's going to be a negative experience. So you're going into it with negative energy already, yeah. which can only cause a problem. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like, how do you bounce... How do you how do you how do you teach that? You know what I'm saying? Because you Man. don't have the, the 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 male influence in your life. You know what I mean? Unless someone pulls you aside and really yeah. tells you. And, and they say you you want to be your child's first teacher, right? You know, because you want them to learn that from you. Yeah. And what's real too is like, even in the kid situation, like when I think about it, we were laughing about the nuggets and stuff. But when I even sitting here thinking about, it, I'm like, yo, like not for nothing. Even when we talk about executing that power, like. That cop probably didn't have to let that go on that long before he made a joke, seeing how like frantic like yeah, you know yeah, Kiss yeah. was like I, you know what I mean I can only imagine I'm just like damn like you know he he did crack the joke later on because he asked for the ID and he was like Mr Brown you know what I mean talking to him and shit but I'm like you know Kiss could have I don't know you know anything could have happened in that moment you know what I mean like that right. could have made it um, non laughable <laughs> but uh you know one of the best movies I think on race relations in this country is Crash. Uh, I don't know if you ever had a chance to check. It's kind of old now, but it's, it's critically acclaimed. It got a lot of awards. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, sometimes when you talk about stuff, I be like, "Where? When did it come out? Uh, about maybe like twelve years yeah. ago." <laughs> I don't know if you had a chance to check it out. College when Crash came out, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if you had a chance to check it out. It's a good movie though. Um, uh, Terrence Howard has a scene in it uh, where he's his his wife is is they get pulled over. His wife is giving him a blowjob or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the yeah. cop, um, and the cop knows. professionally said blowjob. Uh, he got pulled over and then, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then the cop takes advantage of the situation because he had an experience, a negative experience with a black secretary earlier that day, and he took his frustrations out on on this couple. Um, and he like sexually assaulted the the woman during the frisk. Um, which was an unnecessary frisk. It's all about basically how we took the power away from Terrence Howard in the situation as a man uh, by emasculating him in front of his, his, his woman, um, which is a situation that might really occur. You I've know seen that. It, and it caused friction between um, Terrence yeah, Howard. Yeah, oh, they argued right, about right, it when yeah, they got home, yeah. Um, and it's, But it's just the whole movie is like a balance of that race relations between everybody. When you have 
you might have a, a Hispanic locksmith, and then there's the white lady that's looking at him funny. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. um, or says something about a gang member while he's in the next room. You know what I mean? There's all these different like stereotypes and um, ideas that we have, and how it all comes together because we all yeah. have to exist together. You know what I mean? See, and um, you know how before? I mean, we always tie into um our podcast. If you've been listening episode six right now yeah yay um but like you know we always talk about the power of social media and how it can like you know i mean be um it could be good or bad and you know in situations when it comes to uh you know with race and and the way black people especially our black males have been um you know treated and whatnot we're able to see that so it's like yo even though you know even though you may not have been um told per se by you know your father or whoever you can look at these situations like you said you know what i mean and be you know it could teach you how to react like negatively like when you are in that situation bringing that type of energy into it but it's like yo at the same time too it's like social media has become like a teacher you, you know what i'm to, saying yeah, you have to learn from the mistakes of others you know what i mean don't you can learn what somebody took somebody 20 years to learn it in two minutes you know what i mean yeah. we, we are born in that age where we can learn things like that and you have to you know what i'm saying you have to be informed you have to know about these type of things uh, you touched on just black men being persecuted in this country, and 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 Bill Cosby is actually uh, going through it right now. Bill so you're Cosby. saying he's persecuted <laughs> to an extent. I mean, I think some of it um, okay. might be him being persecuted, and some of it is he's just a wild guy, um, allegedly. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, anyone, you know, what I mean, can can look at that situation and, and say Bill put himself in a wild situation. But some of that is definitely fueled by racism, um, him being yeah. a powerful black man and, and them wanting to take him down. Um, and it's, like I said, some of it, he might have just made some really bad decisions in life and, you know, now he has to pay the price for it. What what happened in this case? It was a mistrial, right? Yeah, it was declared a mistrial. Are they going to have a retrial or is it it's up to the... Well, no, because the woman, it was, a, well, it was a criminal case. So it's up to the accuser now to like try to have another trial, or it's up to the it's up to the state because um, since it's criminal, it would be it's a lawsuit between a defendant or or a perpetrator, alleged perpetrator, and mm. the state of Pennsylvania, I guess. So okay. it's not necessarily up to the woman; it's more so up to the prosecutors. If and the prosecutors said that they'll definitely go and try to retry this. Oh, did she? Oh, okay. Oh, did yeah. they say that? Okay. They already said that they're going to try to retry it. Um, I don't know if it was just like a public like a grandstanding kind of thing where they just blowing hard or they actually going to actually pursue this again. Mm. How do you guys feel about the Bill Cosby accusation? What do you, what do you think should happen to Bill Cosby? Honestly, I hit you with the safe answer. It's not, I know it's not up to me, but I don't know. Honestly, I just, I don't know. It, it, it's I believe in karma, yo. So you know what I'm saying? Whatever we can't necessarily uh punish him for, I believe it'll come back around. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I still don't feel like uh I don't wanna say that there's not enough evidence to um belittle someone's voice of speaking out, you know, and that's what we were talking about too, like, you know, the whole um what is it, uh crying crying what, wolf? Uh huh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like and that's something that we were talking about, but I, I don't know. Like I'm it's a hard conversation to have. It is. Like, it really is. We were having the pre-show, and, and Niche um, made a comment about like how many victims over the amount of years, and I was making fun of her, like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Making fun of Niche or a victim? No, Niche. If you oh, want to... Okay. I was making fun of her as if she was justifying numbers. Oh, I, knew, I knew that wasn't the yeah. point of what she was trying to say. But it's, it's a hard conversation to come, because you don't want to be perceived as defending something, a disgusting, heinous act. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, definitely um, not. There's also a level of skepticism in it, one, because of the amount of time that has passed, and two, um, what I was saying is, like, in, in our culture, 
we do not take rape very serious. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't. The cause of that may be just because of false accusations or uh, things of that nature, but I do not think that rape is, is, is taken serious. And you see it. Definitely not. With the Stanford rape case where the gentleman only got like five months for um, sexually abusing a girl behind a dumpster. You, you see it all the time. These these football cases where the coaches are protecting these this, the gentlemen. And you don't um, hear about case. it until later on. Oh, yeah, and, no, they keep it in the wraps. And it's it's a very bad rape culture that we have to the point that consent is not known. You know what I mean? There is a, a population in this country um, that do not understand what consent is. And um, I'll let Keith explain it, but I think there was an episode of the show, The Carmichaels, which uh, airs on NBC, uh, the first episode of this season, dealt with that, right, Keith? Yeah, so, you know, Carmichael's show is pretty much based on different topics or they try to tackle various issues. Okay. And this one was about rape. I think it was, it might have been the season premiere. Yeah, and there was, yeah. and a lot of it was around what is the line over which you cross and which you're considered a rapist. Like when you, especially when you're a man, often men are known to the, be the offenders. What's the line? What's that moving line? So one of the things I wonder with Bill Cosby is that did he really understand where the line was? And this is not to defend him; it's more to, so to sit to get into his state of mind of if he, in fact, drugged women. Did he think that was okay? Was because they came there for that purpose? Or yeah, yeah. You get to that thing of yeah. well, you here for a reason. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They, you know, you're at my you're at my place for a reason, or you're in my trailer for a reason. So I'm wondering what his state of mind was because on the Carmichael show, they talked about a, a scenario. They told a little like story about a, a sexual a sexual assault survivor and her story, and the men in that scene. The, the the male characters in that scene couldn't grasp grasp mm-hmm. how that's considered rape because it involved a woman being at the guy's place and they were you know like after a date or something to that effect and the guy was making advances and they didn't see how it, they, I think one of the lines was literally you know uh, I missed the rape part like yeah. of that story so. Mike um, Tyson woman went to his hotel room you know what I mean in his in his case people people bring that up. What I think, <clears throat> I don't know, and maybe you guys could agree or not. Um, when we were younger, there was like, and just I'm based off of popular culture and TVs. I feel like you'd watch a TV show, you watch an old movie, and it was called like making a move. Like, you know, you you might just be chilling with a girl at a date, and then you go in, I guess, for a kiss or a, a, a grab, or you know, you touch her or whatever. And you know, based on her reaction to that, guys knew whether they should pursue some more. Or not, I don't think that exists with every girl nowadays. I don't, you know what I'm saying? And there's some girls that they not, not fam. They said they came to your crib and they chilling on your couch, but until they give you that green light, you don't got the green light. And you know exactly. what I mean? I don't feel like that. I don't think that exists anymore. I, I remember that on TV shows, guys be like, "Yeah, I had to make a move and I got to second base." You know what I mean? It took a while though, but I had, you know what I mean? And you're saying that the you feel like the green light doesn't exist? No, I feel like. It was an accepted culture to the fact that it was discussed on TV shows. Oh, of a that guy you're making, making a move. A move. Yeah. yeah. Where, where now people might still have that same mentality, but now you're looking as violating her consent. You're not giving her the right to give consent because now you're just advancing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I operate differently. I don't. I don't necessarily move like that. So tell us the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> you no, for real though. I think if you can't discuss having sex with someone you're about to have sex with, you probably shouldn't be having sex with that person. You you leave too this way too much. You know what I'm saying? Like we discussed on a, a, a previous episode 
uh, a football player like the week before the draft, they brought up a, a rape that might have happened that week. You know what I'm saying? And what happens is like you get in these situations where too much is left unsaid. You know, especially if it's a one night stand. You know what I mean? And you, it's, when you're in a position of power, you have to know that now you're loot. You that can be used against you because you did not get the green light, or even not a position of power. If you just haven't gotten that green light, you can't. You can't just assume it's there. Are you specifically talking to people with uh, greater than average influence or of great greater than average power, or people in general? I was going to say people in general, guys. but you have if, if you have something to lose, you have more of a vested interest to think, fam, get that green light. It's not just like yo, she said it. She seems like she's down for it. You know what I'm saying? Because it couldn't come back to haunt you. It's Tupac, Mike Tyson, the list goes on. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but men in general, if like I said, what I would teach my son, if I had a son, this being Father's Day, this is the same thing I would say to my son. You have to make sure that this girl is there for the same reason that you're there for. You know Let me mean? ask you this on, on, so sex is like a, it's one of those primal things. One of the few things as humans, especially as a civilized human that we get to do that we really let our animal nature take over. So to what extent do you get into the deep thoughts of, how do I say it, the, of 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 cerebrally considering what consent is versus saying this is a woman that's attracted to me and I'm attracted to her. Let our bodies do the talking. How, how do you how do you navigate the two things? Well, this isn't like because this isn't my words. I heard someone say this, so I'll, I'll repeat it. I, I'm not really a one night stand type of person, mm-hmm. and this is me, general and uh, sure you DJ aren't. Playboy. I'm not because no, fuck with you. <laughs> yo, you know what I mean. Yo, and no. his name is DJ Playboy, <laughs> but I'm not because there's a certain insecurity in wanting a one night stand that I think goes unspoken. That what are you afraid that this person's going to learn about you that you won't give it time for them to learn? What is the immediacy of you needing to have sex with her if she wanted to have sex with me tonight? If I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, she's going to have sex with me tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And I'm also, I get into the theory that the longer you give people um, before you sleep with them, the more reasons they're going to give you not to sleep with them. So if you're nervous that this person's going to give you a bunch of reasons that you are gonna you might change your mind, might influence your, you to want to have that one night stand because you just mm. want to get that out. I don't really think like that. You know what I mean? I've been in certain situations or and I've seen people around me be falsely accused of stuff. And I think mm-hmm. that makes me hyper attentive to want to make sure this is what it's here for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, and, and don't think cause a girl hung out with you more than three times or a girl, you know what I'm saying? That, that means, all right, bet she must want it. Fam, Talk to talk to her about sex. Yo, like. it, it works. <laughs> she's a human being. She's, she nothing. probably wants to have sex too. And like, we like coming out mm. late at night, hanging out too. If you just cool, maybe we just want to catch a vibe. Like coming over to your crib late, don't is not us giving consent. No, not at to all. you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and I think a lot of guys don't know that, and you touched on it, Playboy, when you talk about um, the talk about sex. I think in this in our American culture, we're scared to talk about it. We're repressed in that regard, and when you think about the the victim speaking and being afraid of, or when they do speak, they're not being heard the way that they should. The thing that comes around with a lot of discomfort of hearing and speaking about sex just in general. Mm-hmm. So because we can't speak about sex in, in any thoughtful way, it's hard to speak about rape and victimhood with, with regards to sex. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. um, I've heard, I've heard dudes say this story. And I've heard girls say this story and, and neither times have I heard it be called rape. But I've heard guys say, yo, like, I, I I fucked a girl, and then my homeboy went in afterwards, and he fucked her. Like, cause she was already in that, you know, position. I've heard girls say- Took advantage. Yeah, yeah. I've heard girls say that, but they don't describe it as rape. And it, 
it could be though if, if that's how she felt. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't you can't necessarily assume they got this thing nowadays where a lot of guys like to videotape. I guess you know they're doing the group sex thing, so they videotape mm-hmm. Shorty. Like you mean like an orgy and then they videotape? Yeah, just to have proof of it or just yeah, to embarrass yeah. her or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, fam, you're not doing yourself any favors in that so situation. Corny. You know what I'm saying? Like, so corny because that's now you're just making evidence about yourself. You make hopefully. If she's of age, you know what I mean? It's not child porn. But if she's not, now you just created child porn. It's like there's so much stuff that go into that. But who's talking to these kids about that? Yo, and, and that's that's a big thing, too. I was even talking to um, uh, another young lady who actually, she's looking to get more into um, where I'm from New- here in Newburgh, <clears throat> dealing with kids, part of me, and, you know, the rape culture. Because it's big here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not as televised or, or you know, um, as known as crazy statistically because um you know they have to keep a lot of like the names unknown and whatnot you know the privacy yeah Yeah. but like yo it's big you know i work at the high school and i'm like yo i hear the kids talk about it Mm -hmm. i mean yo it's 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 a thing and you know to help with um you know some of this music and all that too this shit don't help man not at all this shit don't help like how you was even talking about with future and all that shit i mean yo they kind of like green light a lot of these situations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, yeah. They, they, I ain't into that shit. It's like a over, they oversex you with the music. They oversex you with TV. Yep. So you see that, you think that's just the norm. You think that's the way to go. And this flip side to it, you know, some of these girls, they don't have that influence in their life to tell them, you know, maybe this is, you got to demand respect from this dude before necessarily yeah. you do things like that. A lot of these dudes, don't got somebody telling them, like, yo, fam, you get in trouble at 16 years old, you're going to be a sex offender for the rest of your life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For, for a girl that was probably your age, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And just because you wasn't, you didn't play by the rules. Like, yeah, it, it ain't going nowhere. If if if, if you thought, that if it, your life depended on you having sex tonight, it really isn't for you to be having sex tonight, fam. You know Word what I'm saying? <laughs> like, because it can't be that serious. It's not going nowhere. Like, Yeah, even when you was talking about the one night stands and whatnot, it's like, yo, you know, you were saying, um... Say it again, like how... Uh, There's like an insecurity. Yeah. Um, because you feel like this person might learn something about you or you might learn something about them that changes your mind. So right now, while y'all caught up in the moment, the chemistry of it, yeah, let's act upon it. That can also be a fear of maybe like uh, you wanting to know more. Like, you know, like sometimes we get in our own way, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, of something that could like potentially be good, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. You're we, nervous that you're going to mess it up or yeah, you're nervous you that know? you're going to learn something about them, about their past mm-hmm. that may mess it up. So you're like, all right, let me just take advantage of the situation. But... You got to live with the consequences of that situation. It's not that one night. You know what I mean? And yeah. you definitely want to make sure you go about that the right way. You know what I'm saying? But nobody has these conversations with these guys, yeah. with these girls. You know what I'm saying? And it, I, I would love to, if anybody knows, you know what I'm saying, like a platform where we could talk to young kids. I would love to do something like that because I feel like it's necessary. Sexual education. They're not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They're not using condoms. They're not, they're, they're having abortion because nobody's talking to them yo. about it. Yo. And, and that's the worst part too. Like, you know, we, we throw band-aids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Over situations like that. Even in the high school, you know, they do have like a uh, plant parenthood come through and not for nothing. These motherfuckers sit at a desk near the cafeteria and pass out condoms. Mm-hmm. And people will fight to not have that in their school. Cause they're like, yo, I don't want you teaching my daughter how to have sex. I don't want you teaching, fam. You're not teaching your daughter how to have sex, and you think she's not doing it? Like, you have to talk to them. But it, yeah, it, it, even with that, like, I mean, it just has. There has to be more. Like you said, there has to be a dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, it, besides just 
here, here's the condoms. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember when we were in school, we had like a whole little baggie. They gave us combs and shit. Like, they gave us uh, brushes. Like, just dealing with hygiene. Like, they dealt with a lot of things. And I'm I like, yo, no combs and brushes. What? <laughs> that that Newburgh oh, public school like, system wait, is something wait, else. Wait. What are y'all doing? <laughs> 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 I ain't get no pics or nothing. Like, nah, Giuliani nah. wasn't giving that out. Kid. Nah, <laughs> we yo they, they got condoms. They can't, yo they. It was right, but it was dope. I mean, you got lotions, you got soaps, we had toothbrush. Like, it was literally, like, health, mm-hmm. dealing hygiene. with your hygiene. Yeah. And I was in, like, fifth or sixth grade. I think they did it fifth and sixth grade, but it's like, yo, not for nothing. I was around the time you really started getting a little promiscuous, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or just really, not even necessarily promiscuous, but, like, Exploring. understand, yeah, your body. Yeah. Your body, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I definitely think that there needs to be classes that need to be taken that deal with that. That should be mandatory. Because that's what scares me with one night stands. It's the, the shame, diseases. though, that they put on sex in general. Like, there's like a, well, you're having underage sex, or you're having sex before you're married. There's always like this negative stigma that they throw on it. So you see it now with the dominatrix cop that they try to put on the front page of the, the New Oh, yeah, York yeah. Post. What happened with that? Um, it was a female cop. She's just trying to be a, um, she's actually in the academy. She's trying to be a uh, cop, but they found in her past that she used to be a dominatrix, which has nothing to do with. What's her, her background? Though no, she ethnic, she white. I think or? she's white. I think okay. she's a white lady. Um, and it's just like, fam, all these other dudes in her class could be going to visit dominatrixes, and no one's gonna care about that. And but they the do. Fact, yeah. <laughs> but the fact that you got something that you could use against her and shame her, why? You know, say why is it on the front page of the paper? Why is it like because they know it's a shame thing to it, and it's just the same reason they don't want to teach these kids. They don't want. They're ashamed to talk to them about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? We've we got to all be mature. we got to put that shame to the side. But like you said, it's always sex, over-sexualizing. Like, even how you mentioned, uh, remember before, I forgot what episode we did, but remember the sexy teacher? Elementary oh, school yeah, teacher? Yeah, like, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. I mean, yo. Like, nah, they went hard with her. Yo. Her, yeah. yo well, we, do you think, um, like, Amber Rose, do you think she fixes any of that? Would she att- see? Well, it appears, ostensibly, uh, she's trying to heal the shame that goes around sexuality of a woman so do you think her behavior fixes it um i think by the way do you you guys know of the the picture she put where she um she's naked she's oh, yeah, she covers her, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, I peeped that i think um i think it, i think it's cool because it brings about conversation mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it also it opens the door by allowing women to close that door of like being ashamed of like those you know like of um of being called that and being, you know, body shaming. Like, you know what I mean? I, I think that's, I'll probably say out of everything, I'm not too big on the name. I, I understand the name, but I still don't agree with the whole slut walk name. Like, yeah. you know, but at the same time, do at the same time too, I, I can't appreciate what she's attempting to do, you know? And that's like one of the things is like, yo, allowing women to be more comfortable with how they look. Like body shaming is big. Like being a woman and never really being completely comfortable with, the the norm or what the norm is perceived to be like yo that shit is like it's scary like and as a woman that can be very confusing um i, I think amber rose she has she's she knows she's attractive she knows there's a population out there that want to see her naked so yeah. i think it puts her in a in a, a really easy position to take that stance. oh yeah for sure um However, I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. Because my thing with it is she has kids. You know, like, I, I yeah. get mad about the stuff when your kid might... He's going to be internet savvy before we were. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He has two celebrity parents. There's a very high likelihood he can see that picture. But I also have to start thinking that it's not my generation where 
seeing my mom naked would have made me like die you know what i'm saying but like especially <laughs> especially if, if your friend showed you the pic like yeah, yo <laughs> and you ain't see it first yeah, like, like yo I, I throw myself down a flight of stairs but twice they, exactly. <laughs> but they're taking i think that by the time that sebastian her son is of age nudity and and taking pictures of yourself is the norm that's what it, these kids are it, doing it definitely is so it's like they're not he's gonna see his mom and be like oh well, i've seen her naked before she walks around the house like you know what i'm saying it just yeah. might, might be like that so it's just like i don't think it's gonna have the same stigma it would have had if i seen mom ended up yeah. seeing my mom naked but i also you know wish she went about it a different way i think people would take it more seriously if she went about it a different way but she has to do things in her way it's her movement so, yeah you know. and it's still the overall acceptance but at the same time too we have to remember that just because she has a movement going on that still doesn't take away from you know what i mean the like her being a great parent because from this oh, yeah. side it looks like yo her and not for nothing and Wiz smokes all this weed i mean we've kind of quieted down about the whole weed thing since it's become more and more illegal but i mean he had this whole big thing before when they were going at him like yo how dare you smoke weed your son da 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 and i'm like yo he's I, an awesome dad yeah. <laughs> i wasn't trying to knock her parenting i think she is a pretty awesome yeah. parent i just definitely i'm worried that you know he might see it but to what to your point yeah there's yeah. There's, there's things that they can always use against him and it's her it's her movement right it's her way to put it out there it's my responsibility as the father of a little girl to teach right from wrong For and sure. have her make her own decisions and based self-respect. on self-respect. Yeah, yep. based on what mm-hmm. she's gonna see that because there's a certain point where I'm not gonna have that voice anymore, and I have to. While I do have her voice, I have to teach her. You have to make your own decisions. You don't have to do that because that's cool, yeah. or do that because it's attention, or do that to get boys' attention. Like, and see, that's just dope. Even being a father and recognizing that, you know, what I mean, a lot of parents don't really pick up on it, and if they do, they kind of don't give a fuck. You know, what I mean, yeah. and not for nothing, I still consider. Um, like you to be like a young parent, like. Mm-hmm. But there's even there's a whole another generation that's even younger. Ten years, you know what I mean. So it's like, yo, like they're learning from the internet. So it's kind of like, how do they even sit down and talk to their kids? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a big ass gap that we're missing with respect to like communicating amongst each other, and then you know with parents and um children. I mean, yo, it's big. We went to school with some wild girls, so I'm just trying not to make it end up like that. <laughs> so, Yo, that's, that's yeah. More my, that's more my goal. I ain't even front, yeah. Well, like Chris Rock said, you just, your goal as a father of a daughter is to not have her working in clear heels when she gets older. <laughs> keep so, off the pole. Yeah, keep off the pole. Word up, man. No, you're right, though. People don't talk about it. We have the, Now we have the social media thing, so now... I think that's supposed to bring like older generations and younger generations together. You got to figure the age range of Facebook is kind of big, but is it really? Yeah. Are you talking about sex with the other generation? No. Are you addressing these issues? No. People spending their time arguing about Trump. You know what I'm saying? And rather than coming together and trying to fix their own, so. Word. Has he done any uh, fuckery lately? All Did types of. Them. Yeah, <laughs> he had them all sitting at a table giving him props. That was gangster. Yeah. <laughs> well, what happened? Did you hear about it? No. Uh, it was the first cabinet meeting, I think. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And he yeah. had every cabinet member sitting down and saying why they like being part of the cabinet and I think why they like him. And yeah. he's the man, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he's getting away with it, so I can't not. Yeah, you could probably put a clip right here of the, how it went, but pretty much they were just like, um, you know, pres- Mr. President, um, it's such an honor to work for you. It's a blessing. The next guy, the next person would be like, Mr. President, I'm so glad that I could help execute your agenda, all this type of stuff. And they just went literally around, around the, the table, like, like, let me hold your balls, put them in my yeah, hand no, next. Literally, it was a lot. Wow. President Ball Trump, please grab me by the pussy. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. I told you I was going to get that in here. <laughs> Word. Every episode. Every episode, you, we're grabbing them by the twat. Twi- <laughs> <laughs> 
grabbing the podcast industry by the top. I think that's a that's the episode right there, y'all. I think that's episode six. Yeah, episode six was we, pretty dope. We just got it in the can, man. Shout out to everybody out there. Once again, it's Father's Day, so I want to give y'all a shout. Keep doing what you're supposed to do. Talk to your daughters. Talk to your sons. And you know what I mean? Let's raise the youth up the right way, y'all. Uh, do you dumb. I'm going to let y'all get y'all shout outs off. Uh, word. Shout out to... Uh, Keith and Playboy, Al, you Appreciate know what I mean? Uh, yeah, my podcast brothers. Um, shout out to everybody listening. Uh, make sure you definitely follow me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that great stuff, Snapchat, at Aonish, A-Y-O-N-I-S-H. Um, yo, and that's what's real. We got some visuals coming out. Definitely be uh, putting up the link for y'all, working on a lot of cool things uh, with my music. And um, we just we just happy to be winning over here. What's yeah. up, Keith? Yeah, I mean, shout out to just adulting. I open a, hey. yeah, I opened a bank account up with my uh, soon-to-be wife. Hey. Uh, for the kids out there. Get a little for the out. youths, them. For the, for, the, for the youths, them. Make sure you get some comfortable shoes, a good arc support. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, open up a Roth, a Roth IRA ASAP. And check us out on Instagram, man. We on Perfect Talk Radio. Uh, sorry, at Perfect Talk Radio on Instagram, on SoundCloud, slash songcloud.com slash perfect talk radio check oh, yeah. me out on instagram click a pzplicca and say goodbye to the people y'all peace peace for your shot up boy <laughs> come on